Welcome to The False Dragons. This is a spoiler-free podcast for the book series The Wheel of Time, written by Robert Jordan and Brandon Sanderson. Join us as we, your hosts, Alid, Mike, and Andrew, explore this amazing series for the first time. We hope you will join us on this journey. Welcome to another episode of The False Dragons. Here we are. Here we are. Please um, like, subscribe, uh, give us a follow, and uh, check out our Twitters. Did, did you do the Twitters? I'm doing the Twitters now. Oh, yeah. Are you tweeting, recording a new episode? Can't wait for you guys to hear this one. Twitter, <laughs> at The False it. Dragons. <laughs> um, no, I'm basically just shit posting. Yeah. Um, and getting so in... Just as you as you do with your everyday life really pretty much yeah, yeah. pretty much but uh follow us there for updates how do you how do you shit post on like a on twitter no on like a wheel of time pod related podcast oh uh, like, i mean like, i would say i mean considering we we at the moment we don't have that many followers yeah. most of my tweets are just um egging on twitter drama okay yeah not really anything to do with with our podcast. Anne Hesh was right. Um, who? Who? Anne Hesh. Yeah. Anne Hesh. I don't know that name. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that name. Okay. Anne Rand was right. <laughs> <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> You know, there's this author, um, uh, Terry Goodkind, right? Yeah. Who's like the most hated fantasy author of all time. And um, like he would be asked questions. People would be like, you know, go to see him, like give a speech and stuff. And there were people like this actually happened. People asked him like, who's your favorite author? And he would say like Anne Rand. And his characters in his book, he, uh, I forget the name of his book series, but it's not good. His characters would just give like Anne Rand like expositions from the point of his character. Okay. And it would literally just be like just him inserting his political, like his political yeah. directly into your brain from his character's point of view. So was he like self-published or? Uh... No, he's like a massive multi-million books best-selling author. But he's the worst author ever, but people still buy his books. Yeah, like, because people will just buy fantasy, right? Like fantasy oh, okay. book buyers will go like, oh, Terry Goodkind sells lots of books, right? But oh, okay. if you actually like, I've, I've watched lots of like um, book reviewers who have read his books and read like fantasy authors, yeah. uh, fantasy book re re reviewers and stuff. And they're like, this is, awful yeah right and he would just use like deus ex machina to just get people out of trouble yeah right but he just has these political like ex exposition just just ins inserted for no real reason yeah so like what the two characters are sitting around a campfire in this fantasy world and like uh, yeah what one do what do you think of donald trump yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. very like thinly veiled yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 okay yeah, I'm curious to like read them just to see if it's as bad as people say it is. Yeah, but uh, I mean, you have to pay money for the estate to have. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do that. So it's piracy. Arr. But don't this pirate is... our podcast. Pay for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay for this free podcast. Just make sure you listen to the adverts back to back on YouTube. You going, come to Tarvalon. <laughs> no, have you not monetized us on YouTube yet? No. We don't have any ads before. Absolutely not. I'm not going to force people to pay or even sit through ads to listen to this nonsense. Really? Yeah. We could, we could be making money off this. <laughs> it's not worth it. We could be, it could be, it could pay for Mike's Pilsners. Uh, well, yeah, someone needs to pay for them yeah. because they are very expensive. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. like you guys have got alcoholic drinks and I'm just sat here with a Coca-Cola uh, non non-branded cola flavored drink <laughs> you're not even gonna say it <laughs> I'm not gonna say it for free <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm dying <laughs> oh, the COVID's back 
<coughs> I apologise for that. You can cut that out. I won't. I'm gonna leave that in. Yeah. That's that's just some the... guys listening on my headphones. <laughs> it's just me like <laughs> hacking up this ear. <laughs> what are you listening to, son? Yeah. <laughs> just seventeen hours of Aled coughing. Yeah. Uh, chapter 36. Chapter 36, Web of the Pattern. And I really like this, like, leaf. Oh, yeah, yeah. You've, you've got a thing for leaves. Yes. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, everyone, everyone would like a leaf on it. He's like, I really like the leaf. Yeah. yeah. Well, leaves, you know, they're good. Nature and that. Yeah. Well, me and Mike like the lion cock. Yeah. You like the leaf. <laughs> yeah. I'm from London. We don't get many leaves in London. <laughs> I don't see much green. Yeah, I guess. So we're back in the Queen's Blessing. The Queen's Blessing, yeah. Basil Gill. Yeah. Basil Gill, I'm warming to him. You know? He, he, he feeds them. He, he does. He need to feed them. He feeds them for free. He gives them a room. Gives them a room. Yep. Yeah. Not many innkeepers along the way would have done that. Wow. Definitely no thin ones. In fact, I don't think any of the innkeepers along the way would have done that. No, I think you're right about that. I think... Um, Tom's name held a lot of weight. Yeah. And he's gone, all right. I think it also tell me what Master Gill being a stand-up guy, right? Good Queensman. Yeah. Knuckles forehead. So they uh, ask, um, he, they fill him in, basically, on what's happened, kind of. Yeah. I mean, they lie. Yeah. They lie to him a lot. Rude. Well, I mean, is it rude? Is it, are they protecting him? Which or are they getting him in over the head? I think he's good. He's he's given them some good some good advice as well. Yes, but uh, you know, not don't go to a later. Yeah, don't mention Tom. No, and she'll get it out of you. Mm. So what does that say? Slut. Torture. Oh yeah, torture. Yeah. yeah. And he explains the politics and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Um. He says, you know what, he says something that's interesting to me is that um, that law and order seems to be breaking down a little bit. Yeah. Like he says that there are some Queen's guards who are waiting till they're off duty and then going around and like beating up people who say things they don't like. Oh, yeah. Right, which to me doesn't sound like very Queen's Guard behaviour. No, not that I've not that I know many Queen's Guard, but it does. It sounds thuggish, which you would expect better behaviour from the Queen's Guard, yeah. wouldn't you? Sounds more like modern day police, right? Yeah. Just turn off the camera, beat the shit out of the. Yeah, and then turn police. it back on and be like, "I oh, fell down the stairs." Yeah. 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 In the back of the head. Hmm. With a nine millimeter police issue weapon. Oh yeah, you Clintoned. Yeah. yeah, he committed suicide. <laughs> Three shots in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. He fell out a window. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Matt's Matt's being like morose. Matt not even eating his food now. Yeah. Oh god. I mean, you just want to fucking like stick the potato down his throat. I like the little conversation where Rand's like, you know, you, you've got to eat, Matt. You've mm. got to keep up your strength. I we're thought you Tarvan. were hungry. You have to eat, Matt. Yeah. You're going to have to, we're going to reach Tarvalon. And he's like, no, Tarvalon now? Yes. It's been, it's been Camelin and now it's Tarvalon. Yeah. I know. Oh, now everything would be all right if we got to Camelin, and now everything will be all right if we get to Tarvalon. Yeah. No Moraine, no Perrin, no anybody. Now it's everything will be all right if we, if we only get to Tarvalon. Yeah. And I was like, we're alive. <laughs> and I intend to stay alive. Good. All these people, any one of them could be dark friends. Master Gill promised us awfully quick, you know? Yeah. Well, that, which is quite an interesting look into Master Gill, if you ask me. Where he says, yeah. what kind of man just shrugs off Ace of Dying dark friends? Dark friends, yes. it isn't natural. Any decent person would tell us to get out or, 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 or something, mm. right? So, yeah, I, I, you know, I thought that was quite interesting. But, yeah, there is, there is more to Master Gill, right? You know? Yeah. He is, um, he's, not, he's not afraid of this world, which yeah. a lot of people are. 
Yeah. Right. A lot of people, any mention of Ace of Die, Dark Friends, they're like, get the fuck out. Yeah. I don't want to meddle in that shit. Yeah. And Master Gill's just cool with it, right? You know, he's like, well, well, he's, I mean, not, he's not particularly cool with it. Yeah. But he's he's not panicking. Right? But he also alludes to his past as well. He's kind of like, well, I've been in trouble before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. So he's got um, spine. Yeah. And something sort of given him that right so yeah. He, yeah there's more to him than just simple innkeeper yeah and I he think. seems to have some of the elements of tom that we were touching on in the last episode you know about yeah. this kind of um uh i guess chivalry yeah or um honor yeah which seems to be a bit lacking in this world yes yeah and and, and, and the queen's guard are probably the closest to honorable people that we've come across right so far yeah yeah, yeah. Or at least described that way. So I mean, far. apart from the beating people up off duty and stuff. Well, that's only it's a few bad apples. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, uh, he's going out of his way for somebody who's the friend of a friend. Yeah. At their word. Yeah. Right? Quite out of his way, especially now that they've mentioned Ace Sedai, Dark Friends... Tarvala and that kind of thing. Yeah. It does, it leads you to think that there's a, there's something deeper there. The mm. fact that he would do that. Yeah. Right? Especially as a businessman. Yeah. Go like, get out. And um, there's an interesting thing he mentions about rats, which I quite liked. Um, oh, yeah. He mentions like there's a lot of rats around. Well, anywhere you get a gathering of and people. And he's like, oh, you know, loads of people, rats kind of thing. Yeah, and and Rand makes a connection about the um, land mentioning about the Dark One using carrion eaters as his eyes, ravens, crows, rats. Yes. Um, so I kind of I like that little um, implication. I think that there's something insidious. Yeah. Going on. Yeah. In to the world in general. Yeah. Yeah, I like that 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 too. And the he's darkness like, is is getting everywhere, right? The, yeah. So there's 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 white cloaks. Yeah. There's Queen's Guard. There's all these people around. He's like, dark friends won't bother coming here. Yeah. They won't even stick their face in. But the dark ones almost doesn't need them. Yeah. He's like, wow, rats. Yeah. You know, he's kind of like, his like fingers are kind of extending out almost, and it's like for finding their way in whichever way they can, whether it's dark friends, rats, ravens, like... Yeah, he's yes. everywhere. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that sort of un unseen, hidden, uh, insidious, just seeping into the fabric of society. Yeah. Any way it can get in. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that people are not trusting each other anymore, like, even within the same country of, like, Andor, you've seen these... the, the distrust of people along the Camelon Road. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's 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 like things are starting to rot. Yes. Right? And I I quite like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you with that. Mm. And another little uh, thing I drew drew my attention to uh, was it was it was again I just love this little aside about um, parents way with girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dark-eyed so girl so has a tendency, maid, right? Who's, yeah, who's flirting with them, and Rand's just like, yeah, doesn't can't, yeah, can't don't, don't say anything yeah, yeah. because I'll put my foot in my mouth, and the clunge will will dry up. <laughs> and that if only I had Perrin's way, yeah, with girls, yeah. yeah, 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 that's good. I like that a lot. And and she's still like kind of flirting with them whenever he asks questions, right? Yeah. Oh, and Matt, Matt, can't, Matt can't even be bothered to comment on that. Normally, Matt would rib him. Yeah, I know. know. Yeah. Hanky bastard. <laughs> yeah. Could have been in there. Yeah. Yeah. You loser. Yeah, but Matt's just like, we're dead. Yeah, we're I know. Dead. Just like lying on the bed, like face to the wall, yeah. like a 13-year-old. <laughs> I would smother him with his pillow. Yeah. Yeah. I think someone needs to. Uh, Grumpy Matt Grumpy stays Matt. upstairs. Yeah. Rand goes downstairs um, and then feels paranoid in the bar. 
and asks um, the maid if there's a private room available. He's finally. Yeah, you think he's flirting. Away with women. You think he's. Uh, th that's yeah. actually him, low key, like flirting. Yeah. Is it, somewhere quieter we could go? Maybe the alleyway? Yeah. Right, round the back? But Matt's asleep anyway, right? Just in bed, on the bed next to him. He probably wouldn't roll over anyway. No. He, 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 we're dead. Yeah, we're dead. We're going to be dead anyway, so just, just finish just, it off. Just, just take that plunge. Yeah. Just don't rock the bed too much. <laughs> you think they're sleeping in the same bed? <laughs> Head. <laughs> Top tailing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she directs him, like, uh, where uh, through there to your right, end of the hall, might be empty this hour. I think she said it exactly like that. And he finds, like, a library. Yeah. With does, some does, books. Does, um, does he know how to read? Rand, yeah. yeah. Because Tam, Tam read books. Yeah. Yeah, so... But, so we know that he can read? Yeah. Do, do we? Yeah, well, he picks up a book to read it. Uh, yeah, it could just be pictures. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it said earlier that he used to read Tam's books. Oh, yeah. Um, Adventures of Jan Farstrider. It says his eyes gobbled up the titles, so he can at least read the titles, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Voyages Among the Sea Folk. Tam had always wanted to read that. I mean, there, I think it's mentioned before that he used to, like, curl up with Tam's old books. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, leather, leather bound books. Yes, please. Give me some of those. I love leather bound books. The Necronomicon. And as he's lost in his, his uh, looking through the books, he doesn't notice the 10 foot tall monster. <clears throat> the guy <clears throat> sat in a chair. Behind him. Yeah. You know, he's he, for someone who is uh, on the lamb with monsters hunting him. Well, like I say, very low bar yeah. for these guys. Yeah, but come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah. It's suspension of disbelief here. Come on. Yeah, but I mean, maybe the door opened the wrong way, you know, like. Well, he, didn't, he didn't clock the room at all. He just saw books and walked up and started reading the spines. Right? I think you know exactly that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think you know very well he walked in with his mouth open. Yeah. And was like, where's the book on turnips? Yeah. yeah. Tam liked books. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe he was distracted. Yeah. He said, Tam is my, my dad. dad. He's my dad. Tam's my dad. He liked books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what if it was a trollic? Um, well, if it was a cross, if it was a trollic, yeah. he would be dead. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um. And he, and he, and he, and he you know, but he panics, right? Well, let, let's read he, the description he, first, right? Because yeah, I, I like, I love this description. Yeah. Um, he was used to being taller than almost everyone he met, but this time his eyes travelled up, and up, and up, and his mouth fell open. Standard. Mm-hmm. And then he came to the head, almost reaching the 10-foot ceiling, a nose as broad as his face, so wide it was more a snout than a nose, eyebrows that hung down like tails, framing pale eyes as big as teacups, ears that poked up to tufted points through a shaggy black mane. And it's like, Trollock! <laughs> and, then he, and then he drops his sword. And then he sat down on his ass. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so he goes to pull his sword. Instead, he ends up sitting Dead. down, legs twisted. He's just like... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. This is Total another panic. classic Rand yeah. moment. Yeah. Action required. It's like blue screen of death. Yeah. Just shuts down. And the guy's like, I wish you humans wouldn't do that. And we meet... My favourite character. Oh, yeah. mm, really? Based loyal. He is, um, he is a bit like a puppy dog. He's like, there's so many things I love about mm. loyal. So many things I love about him. He is wholesome. He yeah. is, is pure wholesome. Right? He's like, so many of you remember us. I tell you what, he's good at, he's good at exposition. Yeah. Well, that's, yes. 
He's a well-learned. For all my complaining about people not giving the full story. Oh, Loyal will give does, you the full he story. He does the exact opposite. He will if, give you the yeah. full story. It's somewhat too much story. Yes. <laughs> Loyal will give you the history of why the story is a story. <laughs> yes. He's fantastic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, he's great. And he's like, six generations, we've not been around everywhere, right after the war of a hundred years. Six generations, the war of a hundred years, yeah. was a thousand years ago. Yeah. Right? So do those numbers. No. You're the mathematician. Lots, they're big numbers. Yeah. Yeah. More than one? Bigger than one. Yeah. No, yeah. Lost. One, two, many. <laughs> Right, and he's like, so few travel, right? And Rand's like, I thought you were, he began, then called himself, what are, not, that was not any better. Get into his feet, he gingerly offered his hand. My name is Rand Thor. I like that though. Yeah. It's like, what are, and he goes, I'm a Trolloc. Stab. <laughs> no, I, I, I just want to comment on, you know, Rand's panicking, he's... He's like, what the fuck? He recovers but, well. But he's still chivalric. He's still nice. He's yes. still yep. Yep. honourable. Well, he's two introducing himself. Two, right? two rivers folk, mate. You mm -hmm. know, well, I, don't, have standards. I, don't, I, I don't think Matt would have acted like that. No, Matt would have like got his dagger. Yeah. He would have been like, yeah, I don't trust you. Yeah, get away from my treasure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then gone off wanking in the corner. Yeah. But yeah, I think, you know, it, it does speak to Rand that, like, you know, even though, like, he, he's, he's not an action man yet. He's not, he's not good at the pulling of the sword and getting down with the fighting. Yeah. Like, at the, at the spot of a trollic. Yeah. Um, he, he's a bit of a diplomat, I would say. Yeah, you know? okay. And, and he, yeah. even that conversation, right? In his, yeah, I'll give or, you that. Even, even that attempt that... I thought you were, and he stopped himself. What art? No, that's not the right thing to say. Yep. My name is Randall Thor, right? You know, he's... Yes. He's, yep. He's, he's thinking through what he's saying. He's being diplomatic and... Yep. Um, I'll give you that. He doesn't want to piss off the giant 10-foot trolley. No, he's learning. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, again, the next, next kind of paragraph repeats that in that, you know, he... Uh, the, he picks up on Loyal's way of introducing yeah, himself. He picks up on their customs and, and uses their custom back, right? That's yes. very diplomatic, right? That's, yes. Yeah. Yes, I will give him that. Mm. Definitely. He's, he, he, yeah. I, I think that, that, that's a, a point in Rand's corner. Yeah. He redeems himself quite well there. Yeah. When he's dealing with, um, an unknown situation. And, uh, well, I would say a civilized situation yes. that he kind of can understand the rules. He will uh, understand sort of what's going on the context. Yeah. Right. So he seems to get that. Yeah. Which, yes, is definitely diplomat, not warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So loyal son of Arant, uh, son of Halan. And uh, your name sings in my ears, Randall thought. And he says the same thing, like, your name sings in my ears. Uh, loyal, uh, son of uh, Arant, son of Halan. <clears throat> it was all a little unreal. He still did not know what loyal was. Uh, the grip of law's huge fingers was surprisingly gentle. This is a thing about loyal, which I love. And then he sort of, um goes through his experience in yeah. Camelin. Yeah. Like everyone cries <laughs> Trolloc. Everyone <laughs> just imagine him, him just comes strolling in, right? Just like yeah. I've just come to see what everything's about. Yes. And everyone's just running away, tripping over, <laughs> yeah, just fire to things by accident, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trolloc, run. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I love that like all of this chaos is going on around him, people with torches chasing him. Yeah. And um 
Laura's like, I'm afraid I was almost beginning to get a little upset. <laughs> like, yeah. all this is, like, casual for him. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, shit, running away again. Da, 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 yeah. da. And he's like, he's not upset. He's almost beginning to get upset. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then he's like, um, it was not for this I left the steading. And Rand goes, no. aha! Figures it out, right? O-gear. Introduction of an O-gear. Yeah. So we know they're big. We know they're Fucking the, huge. We know they have long lifespans. They have long lifespans. Um, yep. And we know they're a bit um, reserved. Reserved. You know, he talks about humans being excitable. and They're not hasty. Yes. They take their time. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes like, uh, how old are you? He's like, 90 years. Yeah, I like the way he's like defensive about it, right? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. and, and he's young. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm 90 and a half. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? In only 10 more years, I'd be able to address the stump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost groaned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, next year I'll be able to buy my own beers. <laughs> yeah. I think it's great. I like, I, I, this is one of the things that I love about him. Is that, like, I think the elders should have let me speak since they were deciding whether I could leave or not. But then they always worry about anyone uh, of any age going outside. Um... <clears throat> And he's like, he's like erratic and hasty yeah. for an ogier. They're yes. like, they always say I'm hot headed. I, I, I think I've proven them right. Yes. You know, and well, he, what, what I kind of like about that sentence, which you kind of missed out was that he goes on about, cause he ends that sentence by saying you humans are so hasty, so erratic. Yeah. And then he apologizes for saying that. Like, yeah, he, he's, that's, that's, you know, he sees that as something offensive to say to someone. And perhaps yeah. if you said that to an ogier, it would be offensive, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. you know, they're reserved and um, calculated, right? Yeah. So to say you're hasty and erratic is almost to say... It's insulting. Insulting, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and Rand's like, uh, like, just laughs it off. And he's like, he's older than Sen Bui, like. Yeah. And he's like, well, at least they did let you go. And yeah. Law's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, well. Kind of just went. <laughs> yeah, like, I realized that um, the stump had not been meeting very long, not even a year. <laughs> But I could tell from what I heard that by the time they reached a decision, I would be old enough to go without their permission. So that that to me suggests that ten years yeah. for them to make a decision on yeah. something, right? Sounds like government. And I, I I like these like different phrases that they put in. Yeah. Depending on the culture, so he's like, I'm afraid they'll say I put a long handle on my axe. <clears throat> but I just left. Like, I, I, I quite like that. Yeah. Like, there's different phrases that are introduced depending on sort of, like, who's talking. So what 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 would that mean? That you're being... I guess that you're being hasty or you're being... I mean, hasty is what I'm getting from it, but, like... Mm. Why, why, would, why would a longer handle on your axe make you more hasty than a shorter handle? I don't know. Mm. An interesting turn of phrase, right? Well, okay. So think. So from Ogre, we know that they love trees. They love nature. Mm. The, it's interesting that they have a phrase about using an axe. Yeah. Right. Because uh, these don't strike me as the kind of people who cut down trees. No. Yeah. So what does it mean, right? Does it well, mean you're being you're being not you're not being careful. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. 
that you're not being careful. If you put a long handle on your axe, you're, you're more likely right? you're more likely to cut down things you're not intending to. Yeah. Yeah. That makes more sense than hasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're being uncareful. Mm. With a small axe, you could be very um precise, precise about yeah. about what you're cutting down, but yeah. with a long-handled axe, you cut down things you don't intend to. Yeah. Yeah. That definitely makes more more sense. The elders always said I was too hot-headed. I fear I've proven them right. But then this is the the best sentence, right? I wonder if they realized I've gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to go. Yeah. And just imagine them like turning around in 10 years time and going, right, no, he can't go. But he's old enough then to go without their approval. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're like, oh shit, he's gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh. yeah. Yeah. That says uh, that, that's, that's, this is the thing that makes Ogier so wholesome to me. Yeah. And the fact that Loyal is like hot headed yeah. for an Ogier. Yeah. Is like just what makes him like so wholesome in my view. Yeah. Well, we get to, we get to know why, what he's look what what uh, loyals, why he left, right? To see to see the groves. Well, to see, yeah, right. And then he read books about, yeah, like the groves. He read books about the cities we built for you humans after the breaking of the world. The more I read, the more I knew I had to go outside. And I love the way that outside is mm. capitalized. Yeah. Like, those are the details to me that really stand out in Robert Jordan's writing. Yeah. Is that, like, he's writing that from Law's point of view. Like, outside is a thing. Yeah. It's a place. It's like a physical decision. Yeah. You know? Not like, just a concept. Yes. It's not just a concept. It, it's, yeah. I think that's really cool. And then he talks about groves, right? Yes. So I'd, I'd, I want to know more about groves. I mean, are they just... Are they just... Trees they planted? As kind of a... Ecological thing? Or is there more to it than that? Well, he I says think... they, they keep it... To keep the memories of the steading fresh. Yeah. Yep. And we know some of the groves have got chopped down. Some of them aren't there anymore. Yep. But the way they planted them, right, is that um, they use the trees of the land and the place. You cannot make the land go against itself. Mm. Not for long, the land will rebel. Uh, you must shape the vision to the land, not the land to the vision. Yeah. And then every in every grove was planted every tree that would grow and thrive in that place each balance so we're talking about like soil composition and mm. that kind of thing right each balance against the next each place to complement the others the for the best growing of course but also so that the balance would sing in the eye and the heart and so that uh our, the books spoke of groves that would make the elders weep and laugh at the same time Grows to remain green in memory forever, so that these groves would just like thrive in these areas, mm. and they did that to keep the memories of the steading fresh. Yeah. So they did it for a reason. Yeah. So the to keep the memories of the steading fresh. So I, I mean, and and as we go on in this um, in this discussion they talk about building things out of stone as well yeah right and um an interesting so the ogier built camelon yes yeah and so an interesting thing is said is is about his uh, his talk about working with stone and what that meant yeah to the ogier yeah um and so he says so um this was something we learned in the years after the breaking, during the exile, when we are still trying to find the steading again. Yeah. Um, and then he, he goes on to talk about how it's okay, but it's not, 
It's not alive. It's not a living thing. It's not the true thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's quite interesting. Again, that to me, finding the steading again. What does that mean? Like, so exile. The, the, the world broke. Yeah. They they were they were the, so that so they were separated from the steading during the breaking of the world. Potentially, and, and exile is is capitalized. Yeah. So there right. was this time in their history called the exile. Yeah. That they went around. Um, and they couldn't find the steading. They couldn't find the steading. They went around building cities. They built cities. But they, maybe and, that's and, and also... And that's why they were planting the trees, right? Well, to that's maybe the why, memory right? of the steading, right? Yeah. Because that was like... Maybe so they, they were couldn't trying to recreate find it. it in some way, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like um, nostalgia. Yeah. So they couldn't find the steading. They were in exile. Yeah. Potentially. We don't know whether that's forced or chosen. Yeah. And so to keep the memories of the steading fresh, they planted these groves around human cities, maybe at the same time as they were working with the stone to build these new cities yeah. for humans who yeah. were also recovering from the breaking. Yeah, yeah. So there's this kind of like dichotomy of like humans suffering no cities, ogres, no steadings. The ogres are helping the humans build the cities, rebuild the cities, but also at the same time, planting their own groves to complement them and remind them of the steadings that they no longer yes. lived in. So there's, um, I guess we get into a bit of exposition from yeah. this conversation yeah. about the wheel of time and what it is um, well look, we got we got a little bit before we get there right mm. so he talks about how um how so the uh, the groves were planted but yet people don't remember them yeah um and he passed through like care high and they don't really remember it and then yes. he talks about like um so in, in, in any case, you see, working with stone is just something that was thrust on us by the by weaving, the weaving of, the of the pattern. The, pattern. Yeah. the grove comes from the heart. So the grove is their, is their, the, their essence. Yes. So but, there's this, there's the, but the, this, this idea that they had to build out of stone. To survive. Because, well, maybe. no, because that was their place, right? That's yeah. what they, that's what the pattern needed yeah right yeah um yeah which has this implication i i think that ogier are more in touch a lot more in touch than humans are right with yeah. the pattern yeah they're somewhere on the level of a sedai yeah in the sense that they can perceive the weaving the weaving and yeah. the pattern right Yep, and I think he, he touches on that a little bit later as well. Yeah. So Rand sort of says that he didn't know that Ogier believed in the pattern. And Loyal's like, they, here is what the pattern is. Yeah. Right. Uh, Master, uh, what's his name? Haran says, I don't believe in, he says, I don't listen, but oh, I do listen mm -hmm. sometimes. And he sort of gives you the, the, the exposition dump about what the pattern is and the weaving, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I like that... And it's lives. Yeah. So, lives are um, the threads, right? Yeah. And the pattern is, is weaved out of people's lives. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, in, in terms of the Ogier, mm. uh, he talks about how it gave us the breaking of the world and the exile and stone, capital, yep. and the longing, capital, yep. and eventually it gave us back the steading before we all died. Yeah. So there's a fair bit in that, I think. Yeah. I mean, the stone we get, the longing we don't know about, yeah. and eventually back the steading... Before we all died. But they're not all dead because he's alive. 
No. So they gave them back the steading yeah. before they died. Yeah. So the implication may be that without the steading, they would die. They would have died, yeah. Yeah. But it's been given back to them. But this has been a long time, right? From the breaking of the world. Yep. Yeah, 3,000 years. Yeah. To now. We assume well, they found when... the steading before that. Yeah. Um, and we know that they'd been working with humans since a thousand years ago. So you could be anywhere within a 2000 year period yeah, that yeah. they were looking. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then he talks again about humans being hasty and short lives. And then we Ogier are bound to the steading and he's like, yeah, but you're outside. But he says like, yes, but I must go back eventually. The, this world is yours. Yeah. We have the steading, right? But there's too much hurly-burly outside. And he goes on about how that humans have short memories. Yeah. How that Kerhine is different now. The name, the proper name is like Al-Kerahin Alan. Yeah. Hill of the Golden Dawn. Humans don't remember for all the sunrise on their banners. Yeah. So they don't remember the name or why it's called that, even though their flags have the, have the reason for that, right? Yeah. In a picture. <clears throat> and then he sort of laments a little bit on the fact that he's already been around the world and all the cities he's been to, the groves have been cut down or built over or, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And he's pretty disappointed, right? Uh, what, All what, the groves what I find gone. quite interesting in that discussion is he talks about a particular grove and he says, uh, I doubt it has been tended since the Trolloc Wars. It's just another forest now where they cut firewood. The great trees are all gone and no one remembers them. So... Yep, so that's Kerhain. A grove isn't just a forest. There's a difference. No. Yes. Right? And there's, there's some kind of upkeep that's required to yeah. keep something as a grove. Yeah. Right? Which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. Is it, is, it, is it just a symbolic thing or is it an actual thing? Probably both, mm. maybe. Yeah, because if you let it get out of control, then, it, yeah, it's just become a, become a forest. Yeah. Yeah. It's not beautiful anymore, right? Yeah. Like a garden gets overgrown if you don't tend it. I like the little bit of advice. That Rand jumps in with. Oh, you can't give up. You can't give up, loyal. You can't ever, you can't give, ever up. give up. If you give up, you might as well be dead. Yes. And I, I like, you know, who is he talking to there? Is well, he talking to loyal? Is he talking to himself? Is he talking to Matt? Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's not. It's talking a, to I Matt. like that. It's a good little look into. But then Rand's thoughts, right? Yes, but I love the immediate bit after that. Like Rand sank back in his chair as far as he could go, his face turning red. He expected the Ogier to laugh at him, but all uh, loyal nodded gravely instead. Mm. Yes, that's the way of your kind, isn't it? And then he says, as if he quoted something, till shade is gone, till water is gone, into the shadow with teeth bared, screaming defiance with the last breath, to spit in Sightbinder's eye till the last day. Loyal cocked his head expectantly, but Rand had no idea what it was he expected. Mm. And then there's this uncomfortable silence. So that's so he's kind of like something. this. Well, yes. Or is he quoting the pattern? Yeah. That to me is what that feels like. That's that's human's role. Yeah. In the pattern. So it's right? almost like he's reading off a prophecy that he's read. Or, or, or he, or he, yeah, he's reading the pattern itself, right? Yeah, that's what he's quoting. To, to me, that's the way I read it anyway. Or, or yeah, um, uh, you know, it's a kind of an assumption that I've made. Yeah, is that um, this is something that's just come to him, and he's being f sort of forced by the pattern to repeat it, or uh, that he's read it somewhere else. Poss possibly one or the other. Yeah, and that he's. Um, you know, he's expecting Rand to know what he's talking, what about. He's talking about because Rand yeah. is part of that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't, he doesn't really rem remember or know or click 
yeah. that humans don't see that. Yeah. Don't, don't think in that way. Yes. Right? And so Rand are growing uncomfortable with the silence just kind of says like the great trees. Uh, are they like a Vendasaura? So a Vendasaura yes. was the tree that Le Man cut down to yes. build his throne that pissed off the ale yes. that then started the ale war. Yes. And Law was like, you know better than that, you of all people. Tam's my daddy. Tam's my daddy. I don't know where I'm when I'm from the two rivers. Me, how would I know? Mm. Are you playing a joke on me? Sometimes you ailmen think the oddest things are funny. Rand's like, what? I'm not an ailman. I'm from the two rivers. I never even saw an ailman. Mm. Laurel shook his head and the tufts of his ears drooped outward. You see, everything is changed and half of what I know is useless. Yep. I'm sure the Two Rivers is a fine place, wherever it is. Yeah. So, Rand's an ailment. Is that what you get from this? Well, I mean, we're putting two and two together here, right? Are we? Uh, yeah. So, what makes Rand an ailment? Well, why would we know that his dad picked him up from this battle, right, right. against yeah. these people, the ale, it, it, yeah, right, for chopping down the tree. Yeah. And he were, and we had to assume he's from the other side of the battle, right? Because there were women were fighting for that right. side. Yeah. But what about Rand would immediately say to Loyal that you're an ailman? Well, it would be his height, right? He's would it tallest, be his height? He's the tallest person that he knows, right? And then, yeah, okay. So, I'm so you think with, he just sees a tall person and goes, oh, what, I mean, ale? Well, maybe his hair or maybe he's... His hair? His eyes or whatever, right? He's got features of the ale. So what about maybe his hair? Uh, ginger. He's a ginger bastard, right? He is a ginger bastard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got no soul? No. Perhaps that's... And we know ale have got uh, no souls. Yeah. yeah. Two plus two. So you think height, ginger... Yeah. What do you reckon, Mike? And he's an idiot? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So brainless. Ginger. Yeah. You sure he's not from Liverpool? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> okay. So well you know So that that you know, that that to me again is another another Robbie Jordan foreshadow. Yep. Dropping in there. That's yep. the answers in the book. Yep. That we'll we'll come back to five books later and be like oh my god okay well, well we'll see yeah we'll see so uh Rand says that somebody told me uh that it was once called menetherin i'd never heard of it but maybe you're like and then like law's like ah yes menetherin there was a very fine grove there so i like the way that he relates to everything to groves yeah like cities places like and he's like yeah grove there grove there your pain sings in my heart, Randall Thor. We could not come in time. I like the fact, because we obviously know the story of Manetheran now, right? Yeah. I like the fact that the Ogier were coming to help. They just didn't get there in time. Yeah. Because they're not hasty. And then, just to, just to skip, move on. Yep. Rand tells the entire story. Absolutely everything, which is, is another good thing I like about um, is loyal, is that like he inspires comfort yeah. in people, where he's like, Rand's been hiding everything, but he's like, you know what, loyal, I'm going to tell him everything. And, it, and, and he calls like, him a name. Taveran. Taveran, yeah. Yeah. What? He's, and he's like, Taveran, bro. Yeah, like like everyone should know. Yeah, like Tabombre. Right. Yeah. So, and then this is a great exposition dump. I like the way it's done, actually. Yeah. Is that like, so basically, 
Tarverin are these people who that wind the pattern around themselves rather than the pattern winding you into it. Yeah. Is basically what sums up the next couple of pages. They right? change the pattern, right? Or they have some yeah. major effect on the pattern. Yes. And, and the stronger the, the Tarverin, the stronger the effect. And all the other threads around them shape themselves around the Tarverin, right? Excuse me. Yeah, like Har Arta Hawkwing, Luz Theron Kinslayer. These famous names mm. that we've heard before. All Tarverin. And, and he's like, and my axe! Yeah. I'm coming with you. Well, yeah, he's keen, right? Yeah. He's like, shit, well, well never know, met a Tarverin before. He's pretty, uh, he is pretty erratic, erratic and hasty. I have to give him that. For, for an ogre, yeah. he is, right? He's yeah. like, this sounds interesting. Yeah. Let me come with you. He wants to Dark friends, it. fades, trollocs, you know what? Like, yeah, this gonna, is going to be fun. Let's go on a crusade, right? Yeah. And, um... And then Rand, Rand kiboshes that. He's like, yeah, uh, we're trying to be a bit, like, uh, sneaky. Yeah, yeah. you, you know? ten foot tall. <laughs> You're not exactly incognito, right? No. Maybe he could, you know, maybe he could, like, stoop like Rand did running out of Whitebridge. Yeah. So we know that, again, we're, we're lining someone up to come back later. Right. Yeah, maybe. Mm. So what do you think about base loyal introduction and Ogier? Yeah. It's getting, it's, yeah. We're, I think we're getting into the meat of the book now. Yep. Um, it's a shame that it's three quarters of the way through that we're getting these, uh, yeah. Cool things, I think. Right. Yep. You know, these, these little looks into the world. Yeah. Um, well, mate, you got another fourteen books to yeah, read. So yeah, I kind of feel. Don't worry I, about. I, I feel like you know these kind of more gripping th things. Yeah. Um, Could have been done a little bit earlier. Well, I mean, yeah, or at least hints to them a little bit earlier. You know, just to kind of. But I think if you view it in the context of how many books there oh, are definitely. in this series, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like you're so early in. Oh, definitely. It's like yeah. actually like. By the by, the time you're at book six or seven, kind of like you're like, oh shit! Well, that kind of makes sense at the yes. pacing. Yes. Yeah. I can see that. This is this is this is the book that is the intro. The whole book is intro. Yes. Right. Yes. It's, it's not a story in and of itself. The book is a prologue in a way, right? Yes. Yeah. It's just setting the scene a little bit and giving you yeah. a few little threads. Yeah. But um, as a book on its own you know it's i think it's, that's it's why it's one late. of the least popular books in yeah. the series yeah. it's because it, it, it is isn't a, slog, a book on its right? own yeah definitely yeah yeah good but now we're getting into something interesting yeah you're starting to get a little bit of those hooks 35 chapters in yeah those hooks but i mean that's less than <laughs> less than five percent of the whole series yeah. so yeah yeah cool all right thanks for joining us everyone yeah um, it's been fun come back next week uh, well, in three or four days, yeah. because there's two of these a week. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the Twitters. 